It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, they're cloning woolly mammoths now. Welcome to Pleistocene Park. Oh no, they found the wrong dead guy. Put him back. The couple who murders together stays together. And the couple who drunk drives together stays together. And pizza rolls are bad for your health, especially when someone takes a shit on them. Truth. And scientists make concrete out of space dust and astronaut blood. Meanwhile, Texas is building new hospitals out of stacked COVID corpses. <laughs> and Applebee's have, has preemptively put out a statement that there is nothing weird about the riblets and everyone should get just go about their business. <laughs> and order the, order the all-you-can-eat. Because there's extras now. Don't ask where it came from. <laughs> Thankfully, General Mills officials have maintained the secret ingredient that makes kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Astronaut blood. <laughs> it is. The squirrel it in. I just there's gotta be something that's that's more plentiful that while you're in space than astronaut blood. I mean, you'd think they probably aren't bleeding much up there. What are they doing? You would hope so. Although based on every like space every space <laughs> every space movie I've ever seen. <laughs> we have a guest here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just waiting to be introduced. It's, Hello, Scott. Um, just, Hi, Scott. Just warming up. Scott's here. Getting flexible. Yeah, that's good. He he was he was implying with his motions uh, that uh, space jizz would be a good way. Oh, I thought he was dust. implying that the blood was coming from over masturbation. Oh, well, just oh. Ra- like raw. If you have bloody semen, you should see a doctor. <laughs> you should in space, yeah. but it'll blend into the red Mars dust. So. You know, you can hide it if you need to. <laughs> you can hide it, or maybe you won't know anything's wrong. Yeah. So well, Scott, it could create a uh, cinnamon toast crunch kind of swirl with the blood oh, and the bloody semen. Cinnamon toast yeah. crunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's on the internet somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm As sure. a rule of thumb, stop when you start bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it doesn't hurt yet, but you're still bleeding, it's going to hurt soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or later. Chafing uh, always catches up with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, we have Scott on for the first time. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Uh, and as always, with our first time guests, we have questions we like to ask them to, you know, get everyone to, to get to, get to, know, to know you. you. It's, yeah. it's your first time, and so we're going to ask you It's like you the about... first time in school. we got to do, like, some icebreakers. More sure, of your first sure, time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so first task is we're going we're gonna to give you a stack of post-it notes and you have to build a structure that stands taller than anyone else's structure in the, in the room. You ready? Okay. Just kidding. I think that's, okay. <laughs> no. The first question is, do you listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> I've tried in my defense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true of most of it, our listeners. Uh, really. I've gone looking for you several times and I always get tired. <laughs> well, we're really geared toward like hipsters. We don't want to be too mainstream. Yeah. So okay. yeah, we want to. Once we get too popular, it's going to be real bad. Yeah. yeah. I'll well. send. I'll send you the link. How about yeah. That? That's that's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> But, but for years, mom has asked me, like, hey, did you guys listen to the podcast last night? No. <laughs> but I hear you're delightful. So thank you. It, uh-huh. And Scott's mom does listen to the podcast. That's she true. does. Yeah. She's, She's a one of our regular listeners. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, keep it uh Make keep her it cool. like a call in segment or something. Call nope. Ask Jane. <laughs> yes, Jane. <laughs> My advice to you, no more semen jokes. Uh, uh well, you know. <laughs> uh, uh so Scott, question two, do you have any Degrees or had any jobs you've done that most people haven't? 
Yes, several, actually. Um, so I work with animals a lot. So that is not a super common experience. Um, but for about 10 years, I lived above a dog daycare and boarding facility. And now we run one out of our home. So any given day, we've got like one to X dogs, um, <laughs> you know, with us. Um so that's a really unique experience because a lot of people get to have their own dogs, but not everyone gets to see like new rosters like on the daily. Um, so you learn what's different and what's unique kind of about every dog. Yeah. Um, and I can't keep thinking that I've seen it all. And then somebody poops in my bed. And I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dog, you mean? Yes. A dog yes. poops in your bed. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know. No sure. human has <laughs> done that out of intentional malice so far. Yeah. Notice he said intentional. <laughs> uh, it was a choice. It was an entire bedroom of not my bed that could have been pooped on. It was my bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for our first time guests, we like to ask about first time experiences for them. Yeah. Uh, what was your first job? Uh, ooh, Farmer Jack. Singular. Don't Michigander that up. Uh, Farmer Jack. Uh, <laughs> we don't wait, wait. We don't pluralize it. We possessivize it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's Farmer Jack's it's, store. Yeah. It's his store. Yeah. But there's just no, like Myers and Ford's. Yeah. Factory. Well, there's no S. Is all I'm saying. I worked for a Farmer Jack location. Uh, <laughs> he, he worked for a specific farmer named Jack. Yes, exactly. Uh, but it was bagging groceries at like 14, and I think you had to be like 14. And the Michigan labor code was super weird for minors. You had to be like a certain number of years and months before you mm -hmm. could, you know, enter the slave force. And uh, yeah, but I think I did it the day that I could because I knew that that was the path to like getting a car and gasoline mm. that the car required. So the day that it was eligible, that was like the one place in job, uh, one place in Belleville that would hire. So there you go. Nice. Bag of groceries, eh? Mm -hmm. So you even have Jack, that anymore? The Farmer Jack is now a Planet Fitness, I think. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is. Or some <laughs> kind of fitness place. Yeah, a lot of space dead. for fitness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what was your first car? Honda Accord. That was Sarah's before it was mine, but 1997 Honda Accord Red. Um, and we drove it until it pretty much died. I think oh. it exploded or... <laughs> like, with you in went, it? No, like went the way of like blown head gaskets mm. or something like he that. He loaded it down um, with too many bags of groceries. I think we ended up selling it for scrap weight, put it that way. Um, yeah. But it was Sarah's first car, and then it was my first car, and then Sarah's second car, I think, was my second car. Uh, oh, the younger one always gets yeah, to hand me down. We should say that the Sarah you're talking about is your sister. Yes. And my ex-wife. Yes, correct. Way to make it awkward. Well, that's not <laughs> awkward. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was it. So then you got her second hand-me-down car too? No, I think I'm wrong about that. I think I got, because I think when we went to college, we each got to sort of like pick a car. I drove an Altima next, and I don't think Sarah ever had the Altima before mm. I did, but. She had wrong. she had a gold Altima. Mm, no, mine was black. And we took like, to Georgia with us. Black leather seat Altima. Yeah. Sub question: Are you the kind of person who names your car? Do you give your car names? No. Okay. Sarah always did that. But well, I we don't. we have some friends too, like friend of the show Eric mm -hmm. names his car. Yeah. I've never been in a car namer. No. It's always. It's, I'm like it's, it's a it's a car. tool. Do you yeah. get emotionally attached to cars? No, not really. Mm -hmm. No. Does Becky? Like I liked my first car. Just because, you know, it was my first car and I drove it around. But I wasn't like, oh, no. I was like, this car is breaking down. It's a piece of shit. I want a new car. Yeah. Like, you know, That's... I don't think wistfully back to my old car or anything like that. It, it, yeah. It's a tool. It's to get you somewhere. Yeah. 
Gus doesn't name our cars, but she does get like attached to them. Like she's very mm. like about keeping the car until, and part of that is like the thrift thing runs deep mm. in both of us. Like I literally drove my last one until the head gaskets did explode. Um, and she's kind of of the same mind with her vehicles is like drive it until it dies. And yeah, because <laughs> I don't like it. a payment. They're expensive. Yeah, I'm I'm finally flipping on that though because like I really want my next car to not burn gasoline or at least have an all electric option. Mm-hmm. And that's making it so that if I want to get like decent range, then I've got to either wait a couple of years before I buy or mm-hmm. bite the bullet and pay something extravagant now. So. Yeah. So, uh, did you drive your Prius <laughs> over here tonight? I uh, drove, yes, our Prius. Okay, so the driveway has to look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it does. I, I yeah, think there are more Priuses in my driveway than at the local Toyota dealership. Not, not only that, they're all red. They're all different <laughs> amalgam. It's like they're, the wait, entire wait. red Prius. Mine is blue. Mine is here. blue. Yeah. Aren't there two red ones? In there are two. Yeah. So Jeff's so is out there. Three. And, and Jasmine's is out there. And yours is out there. And then yeah. mine is out there. Okay. So. All right, yeah. so yours is like the commander yeah. in the field, <laughs> and, and yours are all gonna you know die because you got the red you got the red shirts yeah. on. So. Oh yeah, yeah. you're like science it. medical. Yeah, I am a Prius. <laughs> Star Trek references there. Mine is the Doctor Pulaski. Oh, <laughs> it's all fucked up and annoying. I'll get to that later. Uh, what was your first concert? It probably. Uh, it was Gloria Estefan. I'm almost positive. I wish I had something. Um, something well, but I was never into like concerts because that was just an invitation to get like stepped on and have mm. beers spilled on you. Like mm-hmm. so, even once I was going to like concerts, I just was never really super about having like my eardrums blasted mm-hmm. out and to be like, "This is great music." Um, but yeah, Miami Sound Machine, uh, <laughs> Gloria Estefan, turning the beat around. Pretty sure that was it. Um, when you while you were there. there when you're younger, you can't really choose what concerts you go to. No, it was like a family event. Yeah. Thing. yeah, I mean, I was lucky we were poor, so I didn't go to a concert until I, I paid for my own. So, <laughs> yeah. and I've been to exactly three concerts. Oh, total, total. Like, uh, other, wait, no, I'm gonna take concerts because didn't you have to leave one? No, that was so. My first contact concert, we had to leave, and we watched most of it from the lobby, um, on screens. Uh, it was bare naked ladies with. I don't even remember who the opening was. My wife will correct me and send me an email and tell me. Uh, and then my second concert was we saw the Goo Goo Dolls and Third Eye Blind. And then my third concert was we saw the Goo Goo Dolls and um, oh, Train. Oh, Train. But we left in the middle. Like, we didn't want to deal with the traffic and we didn't give a shit about Train. So as soon as Goo Goo Dolls were done, we are like, out of there. Yeah. Uh, and then I've, I've been to a number of, like, symphony orchestra concerts. So Nerd. Yeah, I, it was really cool. So they did, um, they did the movie Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, but the orchestra did all the music mm. for like two hours. They just like played the whole score. It was so good. It's pretty neat. Um, yeah, and then there was one we did for John Williams music, and then one specifically for Harry Potter. And then I saw the Ann Arbor Symphony do Harry Potter too. So I've done more con- symphonies than like yeah. concerts. I've done a lot of like jazz um, mm. concerts with my dad. They mm-hmm. used to do a series of like small stage performances. Mm-hmm. The guy that um, Johnny Lawrence, he's the like jazz guitar the karate instructor. guy. No, he's like the <laughs> you would think, um, but no, he's like a really cool guy. Um, used to I don't know if he's still there, but he ran the like jazz program at WCC, and he used to use like there was this really small theater in the like Martin Lawrence building, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he would bring in like really renowned jazz musicians and guitarists to play mm-hmm. like small 
sets and um they were just kind of a small word of mouth thing um so we saw a lot of cool people there um i don't think you can get cooler than gloria stefan no no it's hard it's hard to beat the heat but um (laughs) while you were there did you do the conga i didn't no well that's a big miss what i would love to know is though is if mom like um, do you remember how she like agonized a little bit about like the sake of our souls when we started chasing <laughs> Eddie around? Like, I wonder if there, like you know was ever a conversation like, is he old enough for Gloria? <laughs> we're, we're talking about uh, transvestite comedian Eddie Azard. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. who apparently is going to be in a show on Peacock Plus. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, it's a um, made from Dan Brown who did yeah, uh, the da Vinci Code. Da Vinci. Okay. Yeah. It's like the fourth one in his series of books. Oh, is okay. it connected to the Da Vinci Code? It's the same character so the like the main character who um, was in the Da Vinci Code, it's him and I think this one takes place in the United States. Mm. It was it was a decent I read it. I was like this one's not bad. Okay, it's so right. who's playing Tom Hanks? That's a great question, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know like they said who Eddie's character is and i was like it's been so long since i read that book i have no idea he's yeah. gotta be like the baddie he seems right? like like, like the picture looked like he's yeah, not the good guy sure. he's, he's... <laughs> yeah he had villain eyes yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay scott uh where'd you go on your first plane ride god i don't even know probably california it's either california or new york it would have to be because those are the two places that we've gone the most i don't know you don't question. remember specifically. I don't know. Well, if you think of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. We're here for uh, 20, another, yeah. 20 some more minutes. <laughs> uh, and finally, what was your first celebrity crush? Ooh, oh, Gloria Estefan. But um, <laughs> once, that, <laughs> once that passed, uh, um, the entire Miami sound machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about first. Um, I don't know. Emma Watson's always reigned high on the list for me. Um, so is Emma Stone. I don't know. I'm a fan of the Emmas, apparently, in all, all varieties. Good times. I was trying to think of another Emma. Me too. I can't. It, you named them all. That's, yeah. <laughs> Emma Thompson? She was oh, Professor, Emma Thompson. Professor yeah. Trelawney. Yeah. Oh, okay. Total, total milf. <laughs> Grilf? Grilf? Grilf. Oof. Is she old enough to be a grandma? I assume I she so might now. Be. She wasn't before, though. Was she the one married to uh, the guy that was uh, Lockhart? What's his name? Uh, Kenneth Branagh. They were married, right? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Becky would know, but I'm pretty sure they were. Anyway. Uh, well, Jeff, how was your week? Well, I don't remember. It was fine. Wow. I was, so so you were, it was a heavy drinking week. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. No, I had a, a doctor's appointment. Oh, and it was a virtual doctor's appointment. Hmm. Do- doctor appointment, not doctors. Did they virtually <laughs> take your blood too? Because that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. They just drew your blood on, like, you know, an yeah. iPad with a. Yeah. I just showed it. I pricked myself and showed it to her. And she hmm. was like, oh, okay, I get that. Uh, but she, she says, ugh, your cholesterol. Like, she's not even Jewish. She went, ugh. <laughs> full phlegm, full back of the Yeah. Throat. <laughs> so it wasn't good. It wasn't a good sign. Um, but uh, I was thinking about the um, the the Simpsons episode where um, they it's like in the first season and they weigh Homer and comically fat Homer weighs two hundred sixty five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes! <laughs> How dare you? Comically fat two sixty five. And then I was watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm earlier this week, and uh, Larry had a his his dentist invited him and his wife 
over to their house on weekend and he lied and said he was out of town because he didn't want to go to his dentist's house, whatever. And then he found out, the dentist found out. And so then, of course, Larry gets his teeth knocked out and has to go to the dentist. Mm. So the the dentist puts in these uh, two front teeth that are like um, temporary teeth, you know, until the real ones come in. And they're like very two large front teeth, comically large. And I just looked at the car mirror on the way to here today and I was like, bro, my teeth are that big. <laughs> what the fuck, man? My teeth are comically large. Kirby's coming for your soul. You know, it you is, know it. It <laughs> well, if we ever invent time machines, we'd have great jobs at the circus. Right, look at these. The giant tooth man, the two fat guys. Look at their girth. <laughs> they weigh upwards of 200 pounds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Too much ca- noodle casserole is the problem. <laughs> Grandma sh- should have flushed more down the toilet. <laughs> there was nothing left to flush. She ate it all. <laughs> yeah. Except the oyster casserole. Um, Jason's grandma, in order to um, dis- discard of leftovers, instead of using a garbage disposal, she just flushed them down the toilet. Wow. That's how you hide the drugs that she puts in the lasagna. <laughs> That's why it's so good. Yeah. We got to get rid of the old prescriptions somehow. You yeah. can't just let them pile up and pile up and pile up. You got to use serum a little at a time. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Now, you can't use the one because some toilets can flush 18 golf balls at the same time. But I assume the grandmas don't have that toilet. Not no, definitely not. All right. We yeah. elected the wrong president. Now you got to flush your golf balls one at a time. <laughs> Press a button like eight times. Remember, remember when Trump point. had that thing about flushing? <laughs> what a weird. That's a man dude. that has been frustrated in some toilets in his life. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Not poor guy. I don't feel too bad. Well, we've all been there, right? When you just have one and you're trying to flush and you're trying to flush and you're trying to flush. Oh. And like you got, you've got, uh, you got appointments. Especially if it's an away game. Yeah. If you're not at your house, it's like, oh no, now what do I do? Yeah. We can't leave it. No. Got a schedule to keep, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's three thirty a.m. I gotta tweet some bullshit. <laughs> so Jason, how was your week? Uh, not the best. Oh no, not the best. Uh, so this week, there's no after school activities that I have to be at, okay. so I get to leave early. Oh, nice. Uh, and if I leave early enough, I usually can make it to my daughter's school to pick her up and so all this week i've been going to pick her up and it's been great your younger daughter yes younger daughter okay um and on tuesday picked her up driving home and we're almost home we're at the corner just you know so close we could walk Mm -hmm. friggin' stoplight eight cars long at the stoplight I'm like, god damn it so we're sitting at the stoplight no big deal we're talking about her day telling about her friends and you know all the weird things her friend is dipping like into the yogurt like animal crackers and chips oh, and i was yeah. like kids are weird about dipping right what is that yeah uh kids love a good dip though my daughter yeah. will not dip really she is anti-dip there's Everything no nugget was dipping was based on dipping things Mm-mm. and other things there nope. was even a whole candy about it yeah you know, the fun dip. Yeah. The, the, dip and dots. The stick that tasted like nothing. You dip know. and dots. Yeah. <laughs> no no dipping. She's a no dipper. Um, <laughs> and we're sitting at this stoplight, and the person two cars behind decides, I guess they're not going to stop, and bumps into the car behind me, which then bumps into me, and fucks up the back of my car oh man and so we had to sit there for like half an hour waiting for the police they had to do up the report um my car is like all jacked up i mean because they it was a jeep behind me and i am a 
in a Prius, as we mentioned. Uh, and so Jeep versus Prius, even though it was not a big bump, like it was so uneventful that my daughter just said, what was that? And I was like, oh, well, you know, some idiot didn't stop and knock the car. And then that car hit us. And I had left enough space that I did not hit the car in front of me because I am not an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a very commodity. But now we know where the red flock is gathered. The, yeah. the, the, They're coming in mourning. Yeah, the, the blue chief has been injured, so the hit squads come. Like, we're going to go out there, and it's going to be repaired magically. Yeah. Either that, or they're going to be challenging themselves to, uh, you know, yeah, superiority. The Who's the new? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then all of your recycling will be recycled into other things. They'll yeah. be reused and recycled. Yeah. Bunnies will be jumping around. Mm-hmm. Little flowers. Yeah. Less carbon in the air around. A lot less. Just, yeah, just, just in a bubble. Yeah. Be able to see very clearly. No yeah. haze above yeah. the beautiful above the, your house. Um, so had a call and they're like, well, because I was the first person in this line of nonsense, they're waiving my deductible. So that's great. Oh, that's good. And uh, they gave us a list of places we could go. And my wife called and checked. And they're like, well, we can't get you in to check it until like mid-October. And then it's probably going to take a few weeks. So I'd say it's going to be at least into November before you get your car. And I was like, no, that's bullshit. Are uh, they are they also suffering from staffing issues, you think? Or is it just they're just too busy? Apparently they're very busy. So she called a different one of the, the other shops on the list. And they were like, oh, yeah, we bring it in sometime this week. And she took it in. They had some extra time today, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, and they said, yeah, we'll take us about two weeks to get the parts. Uh, and then once we have the parts, it'll take us about a week to put it all back together. So hopefully in about three to four weeks, my car will be back to prime prius state no my prius is a prime oh i don't think they did primes back then mine's an eco okay so which you... just means that there's no tire in the back if i get a flat so they can squeak out a few point whatever miles per gallon because they got some of the weight out don't they have didn't, wow. didn't it come with like a bottle of fix a flat or yeah, something crazy so, yeah. instead of the the yeah. a spare yeah, wow. No, I'll take the tire, please. Yeah, it was great when my tire blew about two or three years ago on I ninety four, and uh, had nothing. They had to tow me. And luckily, it was like exactly five miles, which is what I get for free. You to... can't fix a flat a blown tire. You can't no, when there's really? it's not even attached. It was crazy. You gotta take off your shirt and tie the tire back yeah. together, and then <laughs> give it a tourniquet. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if I had paid extra, they would have given me a large box of band aids that ah. I could have put, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you put the fix a flat in. And it holds it in. Do they give you a number that you can call? Just like keep company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the Prius helpline. He just connects you with another Prius user. Hey, can you believe they didn't put a fucking spare in here? I'm stuck on the side of I-94 in Kalamazoo. I am willing to maintain that nobody who talks like that owns a Prius. (laughs) They just have somebody on the line who just keeps you company. Oh, you got the eco. Yeah, yeah. Not working out? No, no. You're saving tons of trees, though. So many trees. (laughs) Then they tell you the quinoa prices at Whole Foods. (laughs) It's up to $4.39 a gallon now. I couldn't believe it. They sell quinoa by the gallon? Put out new brown rice at Kidoba. You're going to make it. Just sit tight. (laughs) Sit tight. That truck's coming. Chipotle has tofu now. Do they? I like Chipotle better than it's nasty. Kidoba. It's gross. I would never. Yeah, no, no. don't don't tofu a burrito. No. Like, no, I'm I'm not a burrito person though. I do the bowls. Mm, yeah, that's, that's my thing. Or I love a crunchy taco. So tofu is just like too squishy for a burrito. The hell's the hell's the difference between a burrito and a bowl? I know one's wrapped up and one isn't. The, and the taste. That's What's the it. difference in the taste? You like eating with a fork well, rather than with your hands? I don't like the tortilla thing. 
It's, I, it's I not a tortilla thing. It's a tortilla. Yeah, I know. I know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, usually they put beans in a burrito. Don't care for that. Like, I don't put beans on my bowl. Okay. It's just, you know. You can just ask for the burrito without beans, and they'll yeah, do that. Yeah, but I, I don't like the experience you of eating like a burrito. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's just not my thing. The burrito is the perfect food. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do bowls at home because you can't. Why does nobody make a tortilla that's bigger than, like, a small dinner plate in the grocery store? <laughs> nobody makes a real burrito to eat, like, tortilla shell. You're right. Yeah. They, they don't come as big as they you get them at no. Chipotle. I think there's just not enough space on the grocery shelves for like. Uh, <laughs> it takes too much space. It's like get it as out big of here. as a laser disc. <laughs> I'm gonna try and buy those like Costco ones that come raw and see if I can like make four tortillas into like a giant tortilla mm. and like cook it. What you gotta get is your own tortilla press at home. Believe me, the day the day that my kitchen has that kind of counter space, that <laughs> that'll happen. You ever been to Pancheros? I remember Pancheros. Are they still kicking? They are. So there they was one, one in Kalamazoo. There's, there's got one, one in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Ann Arbor, Celine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they've got one up on. Um, there was one on South U once upon Plymouth a time. Plymouth Road. Okay. Yeah. So they, not that Jason will like this, but they they make their own tortillas like from the dough. They mm, make them yeah, there. Yeah, I remember that. And they have this big ass tortilla press where they like chomp down on it. Corn or flour? Them. Flour. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. It's about burritos. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a good burrito recipe, you can send it to us an email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Let's just make sure it doesn't have any tortillas in it or on it or around it. <laughs> or beans. <laughs> or beans. No beans or tortillas. I don't like rice in them either. So what the hell do you what get? What do you get? I don't get a fucking burrito. <laughs> no, but you when get you a get a burrito In a bowl. bowl a, so just... a rice bowl is different than a burrito. Okay. So you get I beans get... in your bowl? So no, no beans. absolutely not. I get rice. What's the list? No beans? No, no. no beans, no tortilla. No, That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. No tofu. No, no, no tofu. No. I could deal with tofu. I have yeah. no problems with tofu. I I do a lot of like Asian, like Japanese. Like they put it in miso soup and it doesn't bother me. I, uh, if you have a, a a bowl recipe, you can send it to us at facebook.com slash the hour pod. Uh, or you can tweet us at the hour pod. Your, right. A taco recipe, perhaps. I don't know what to pitch. So <laughs> Nothing to pitch today? No. It's all good. Uh, I have no updates or corrections because I haven't had time to listen to the two episodes that we are mm. we released wa- last week. Oh. So, do you remember how um, I tweeted two weeks ago and I was like, "I'm going to start tweeting again for for the podcast," and yeah. I haven't tweeted since. Yeah, you, you were good for about three four days. That's yeah. the right relationship to have with Twitter, though, is to like swear to use it and then not. I, I do that with everything. Yeah, yeah. I've all these great <laughs> ideas, and then I'm good for it for a day, and then I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it again. Also, I mean, I'll, I, I'll try. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'm not great on Twitter because uh, I have like a private thing. So if I tweet at someone, no one's going to see it. Yeah. Because we're not friends. I have uh, 11 followers. I move nations. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 11 followers. It's like you and Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Half of them Kim are Jong, bots, Kim Jong-un. Like, the NSA. Yeah. <laughs> People who don't tweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like rarely ever tweet. Yeah. Uh, mostly, I consume. Like, I follow a lot of historians and things like that. Also, so. if I ha- if I was getting, uh, by the way, Scott, here have a the hour pod. What would Carl oh. Dennelton do? Uh, wristband. wristband. First thing. question: Who's Carl Dennelton? <laughs> so he is the man who moves nations. He okay. is great guy. You know, a baseball player from mm-hmm. the '90s. Yeah, yeah, um, fantastic. He's the one who almost got the Beatles back together. Mm. Okay, but yep. couldn't quite do it. Yeah, good yep. guy. He yeah. almost saved Princess Diana, but he couldn't go fast enough. 
He's so close. Yeah. He was on flight 93. He was. Yeah. Lived, uh, though. The survived. only one that survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. Walked he, away. Not even a scratch. So a bunch of episodes ago, we went over a, um, a Japanese uh, baseball game for Nintendo NES. And uh, I think it was called like Super Baseball or something weird like that. And they had just taken American names and just... No, no, no. They had just made up what they thought sounded like good American names. <laughs> and Carl Dandleton was one of them. Yeah. Sleeve McDykel <laughs> was another one. Yeah. So we've become quite a quite fans of uh, Carl Dandleton. Mr. Dandleton. Mr. Dandleton. Yeah. And his uh, his legacy. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Not that uh, he's dead. He's just, we hope he's sleeping well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always, always remember him. Yes. Yeah. Still not dead. Yeah, still not dead. Speaking of things that are dead, though. Oh. Uh, the prospect of recreating mammoths and returning them to the wild has been discussed seriously at some times for more than a decade. So for more than a decade. So for longer than or for less time than Jurassic Park had come out. Because Jurassic Park was 95 or 96, right? So why so would now be the time? That's my first question. Like, why right before a global heating climate crisis would mm. we be like, let's bring back the woolly one? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to jump a little bit ahead here. Uh, scientists believe that introducing herds to the Arctic tundra may help restore the degraded habitat mm. and combat some of the impacts of climate crisis. So I get that. But again, why the woolly one? <laughs> Why like, not the why bald not, ones? We why have not introduce like mammoths. Why They're not called elephants. Like, yeah, elephants or okay, something. Okay. First of all, if you have the bald ones, then you have to pay for them to get toupees. And we don't have time for elephant toupees, okay? we got to keep just... the prices down. That's just going to raise greenhouse gases That's up. That's right. Yeah. So I think they just uncovered um, a woolly mammoth that was like mostly preserved. I think we talked about it on the show where I asked the question. I posed, I posited, would you eat woolly mammoth steak? If someone served it to you, I don't remember asking this, but the answer is no. Really? You would not. Definitely. I, I would. Yeah. Would you eat an elephant? No. The mammoth would be endangered as well. I mean, no, because if you can make one woolly mammoth in the lab, you can make two woolly mammoths in the lab. <laughs> I'm sa- okay, so, so they're what consumable. I, what I'm yeah, saying that's is, what I'm saying, like they find this fully preserved woolly mammoth in oh, whatever on ice. No, then no. oh no, it's going to be totally freezer burned. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I'm not gonna like pass up on like a Captain America moment. What if that? What if that woolly mammoth has a goal or a dream? <laughs> what yeah. if that's the Captain America? He's of looking woolly for mammoths. a date. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to go dancing with someone. Okay, <laughs> think ahead. I wish you knew what kind of sound that a woolly mammoth makes. Yeah. I imagine it's elephant-like. Probably. Yeah. It's probably going on and on about you know masks are def- attacking their freedom. <laughs> it's- elephants say uh researchers have announced that they've gotten 15 million dollars in funding recently which could make their dream a reality so i think that's probably the biggest question of why now well they've got 15 million dollars yeah. oh who do you do think it. it is bezos no no they listed it it's not even anyone oh, okay. i've ever heard of it's snuffleupagus just it is. Yeah. somebody with a spare what was He's it 15 million 15 million that seems cheap how many mammoths do you get for fifteen million? Did the article say? Uh, it depends on uh, you know the market price at the time. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm it's like lobster. Like. So, but like fifty dollars a pound for a mammoth is very expensive. Yeah, lobster yeah. not so much. The mammoth traps are much See, that's larger. The thing, than though, the lobster is that to traps, make though. them work for like Arctic rehabilitation like that, you'd have to also make them work commercially somehow because mm. otherwise you've got to always have somebody that's willing to commit to it. Mammoth stakes like, financially versus oh come on 
immediately you're going to have a group of people who want to shoot it. Yeah, so that'll be what it, that'll be what it is. It, it is, be, it is the guy be, who owns Jimmy John's. It'll be, you'll make two. You'll make one to stamp around in the Arctic, and you'll make one to shoot. And then the Jimmy Johns can add it to their menu. You get the mammoth. Uh, oh, mammoth sandwich. The gargantuan. The gargantuan mammoth sandwich. Yeah, yeah. So the project involves taking skin cells from endangered Asian elephants and repro- reprogramming them into more versatile stem cells that can carry mammoth DNA. Mammoth DNA. So that doesn't sound so much like they're bringing them back. It sounds like they're mutating elephants. Yeah, that's what it does seem like. Okay. There. So that we met in the middle. Mutant there. elephants. Yeah, they they are putting toupees. They're they're <laughs> genetically tinkering toupees yeah. onto the elephants. Whatever we do, though, we just have to make sure that no one teaches them karate before they're teenagers. Yeah. Right? We don't need teenage mutant mammoths. Oh, I get so it. So it's yeah. Not something yeah. we want. God, that would be so rough on the mammoth, though. Yeah. It'd be like the only one to like break out in a fucked up hair on puberty. Like everybody else, <laughs> everybody else still smooth as a seal. Yeah. And then he's just... going to elephant school. <laughs> just all out with hey, hair. Hey, you guys. Head to foot. Look, hair is natural, okay? God. <laughs> He'd be emo. It'd be in his face. And in constantly his, just in like his trunk all the time. Constantly yeah. flipping it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, did you hear, I mean, one of these mammoths accidentally saw one of the scientists nude. Oh, is that right? And he said, how do you breathe through that little thing? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> well, the project involves taking, uh, nope, you said that part. The oh, genes wait, wait, responsible. Wait, but since we're, I've got a joke, i got a new one. Wait, what's oh. gene responsible for? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, do you remember when we used to do that on car trips? Blame everything on mom. Absolutely. For hours. That, yep. Oh, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Mom, we should take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a joke for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because you always know the punchline. Um, why are there no good jokes about time travel? <laughs> <laughs> bing, bing, bingity, bing. So the genes good. responsible That's for mammoth, good. mammoth hair. <laughs> Insulating fat layers and other cold climate adaptations are identified by comparing mammoth genomes and Asian elephants. Yeah. Uh, embryos would be carried to term in surrogate mothers or potentially in artificial womb. The problem with the surrogate mothers is they say they're going to give them up, but then they just want to keep them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a real problem like among like, elephant yeah. kind. I've seen it on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, because they go to the elephant graveyards. They right? do. They have something then... in a blimp or something. What? It's an old Disney movie. The like blimp? journey to the top of the earth or something, the oh. big blimp, and there's an elephant graveyard. Because oh. yeah. it's from the, like the like Lion King elephant graveyard. No, this is like way back in like the seventies, mm. probably. That uh, I'll look it up. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so that's the thing with elephants; they remember they're dead, and they go visit the graveyards of of their mm, dead relatives. Yeah, they bring that's, flowers, right? So that would be a weird thing for the like. If the woolly mammoth was like, well, right here, <laughs> it's where uh, my uncle Fred's buried. You can't see him because he's under uh, a mile worth of ice, um, 0.9 miles worth of ice, 0.8 miles worth of ice. It's shrinking, you see? You see what I'm saying there? <laughs> it's the island at the top of the world, 1974 Disney live action. See, look, oh. there's a blimp on it. See, it's on okay. fire. You know, this whole thing. I, I bet it's on Disney+. Plus. I definitely believe the science that comes from 1974 blimp movies. By Disney. <laughs> uh, Our goal is to make cold-resistant elephants, but it is going to look and behave like a mammoth, not because we are trying to trick anyone, but because we want something that is functionally equivalent to a mammoth. 
said George Church, a professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School. Wow, that's a good voice. Is that a regular of the show? Is that a? It is. We do all quotes as FDR. Ah, okay. FDR. Un unless it's from England, and then we do Winston Churchill. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that's interesting uh, that this guy, George Church, a professor of genetics, was immediately thinking, it's not a trick. It's not a joke, everyone. We're actually... Calm down. We're look, we're do not going to trick anyone, okay? Look, all elephants are just shaved woolly mammoths. <laughs> I won't accept otherwise now. That's what it is. They it's shave a them trick. Yeah. every week. Mm. They go out there. <laughs> that's why they're uh, endangered, because they couldn't shave them all, so they started killing them. Yeah. To hide the secret. Yeah. So then they started getting stubble. And that's where polyester comes from. It's not actually a, a yeah. plastic. It was the name of one of them mammoths. His name was Polyester. <laughs> it's cousin of Polly Shore. <laughs> Is that how elephants do their name? It's reversed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a like Bajorans. Yeah, Polly first. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so it's like Giamatti <laughs> Paul? <laughs> you will you'll love Polyester in in the army now. It's the Bollywood version. Lots of singing and dancing. Uh, Scientists believe, as I mentioned earlier, that by doing this, they might be able to mitigate some of the crime, climate crisis impacts by d fixing the tundra, apparently. I don't know. It seems like it's just going to end up with a lot of elephant poo. Yeah. Do you think they've checked that, like, mammoths or uh, elephants, in this case, don't have, like, those methane super farts, like cows? <laughs> like, what if you make it worse? Yeah. Just... They do. I'm sorry. What your methane super farts? <laughs> yeah, Me cows. Methane super farts, man. Yeah. Super greenhouse gas. Yeah. Like uh, that's one of the reasons that cows and like beef production is so bad for the environment. It's because they fart so much. Yeah, cow farts are packed with methane, and methane's a super greenhouse gas. Uh, so wow, they're eating too much broccoli. Yeah, yeah, or burritos. I don't know if that. I don't know. <laughs> nobody's ever done like analysis of human farts, though. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> no one has done. I've well, analyzed I mean, so many human farts. I'm in just my saying, lifetime. like, I've never heard like anybody compare like human well, impact impact of human farts on climate crisis. That's because you're you're gonna have an opposite where all the the meat eaters are farting less than the vegetable eaters. That could be. And so then they're like, well, being vegan, that's you right. fart more. All right. Exactly. It's better for the environment to be eat meat yeah. than like uh, cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. Could be. Well, uh, speaking of farts. Uh, um, speaking of um, speaking of the human impact on environment. <laughs> impact. Crews searching for a missing man at the Grand Canyon National Park made an unexpected discovery when they found the remains of a different man. During an aerial search. Wow. Yeah. Found the wrong dead guy. Yeah. He'd overdosed on uh, radiation. Uranium. The, the sun's radiation? No, no, no. The oh. At the Grand Canyon. Oh, that that's... bucket of uranium. Yeah. He... They had, uh, at the Grand Canyon like visitor center, they had a bucket of uranium just chilling. For 20 in, years. In one of the back Why? rooms. Because okay. they just put it there. And then someone's like, uh, <laughs> this is glowing. <laughs> Should we do nah, something? Just leave it. The next ten, it'll get it. Come it wasn't. On. It wasn't the main visitor center. It was like the visitor center of like the science lab. Like it was some. Do you less... think somebody brought it to the canyon, like intending to chuck it in, and just like they went into the like gift shop, and then maybe the like cleaning. They put group. it down. Forgot where they somebody left it. like yeah. somebody. Oh, well, this looks can't leave these glowing rocks just sitting in the hallway. Let's get them out to the mop room, and then they've been there twenty years. Actually, I think they said. I mean, this was a story we did like two years ago. But I seem to recall there were uranium mines in the area mm. and so it was just like 
leftover. Somebody was probably just taking it home at the end of the day, you know. For the kids to play with. You work at a Qdoba, you bring home a burrito bowl, you work in a uranium mine, you bring home a little uranium. I mean, everybody (laughs) does Just a little bit, just a five-gallon bucket of it. I think there was some old lady that was always cold at work. You know, there's always an old lady cold at work. (laughs) Even at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and she used to sit on it because she was always cold. Just tucking uranium nuggets into her. Exactly, and it warmed her up. She didn't know why. She just one under each teat. Lifted up, put it in there. One Makes me under feel each so glowing teat. <laughs> <laughs> Once they get saggy enough and thin enough, you can see through them. Yeah. Especially if there's glowing uranium underneath. Exactly. That it's like when you put a hand yet. over a, uh, a, le- a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. You see right inside the boobs. Except for it takes less and less light to see through them as the, as the years goes on. That's true. So the remains, not of the teats, uh, but of this man they found, uh, discovered about 600 feet below the Pipe Creek Overlook, are believed to be Scott Walsh, who was last seen in 2015 leaving a shuttle bus at the park's south rim. All right, you guys can kind of bury the lead when we talked about this story earlier that there was a Scott involved. All right, that's one of the tribe. We don't uh, we don't disrespect that. You don't disrespect other Scots. No, no, we're solitary creatures, but we look out for each other. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry for your loss. So my I, yeah, I'm my former district manager at the bagel place I worked at, who I hated, I shouldn't have hated him. Mm-hmm. Was it, wait? Was the last name Scott or first name Scott? First so name we, Scott. Okay. Well, we do look. Yeah. I mean, they're not. We're not perfect, right? Last but, name doesn't count. But you though. would let him die at the Grand Canyon if you saw him. You'd be like, "Oh no, I'm gonna save you because your name's Scott." I. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the tribe. You gotta, yeah. I mean, are there certain people you would let die at the Grand Canyon? I mean, I mean, I would say most people. I'd be like, "No, I'm gonna save him." Yeah. People. I mean, not if he's Scott. What if, what if he's if wearing he were... a red Trump hat? Maybe like, oh well. <laughs> what? Maybe if, you give him a little extra push. What if Donald Trump <laughs> and Hitler are wrestling really close to the edge and they're being irresponsible? No, no. At that point, I'm going to yell, "Get him! Get him!" <laughs> and then they'll just keep fighting right over the edge. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Which one? Look. look which one are you look, talking about? Say what you will about Donald Trump and Hitler. At least Hitler killed Hitler. Are we going to get visited by, like, Secret Service if we let that go on the air? Like, do we need to edit that? No, that is completely fine. <laughs> we weren't saying we wanted to. We were just saying if it happened, it would be sad. Yeah. According At the to, Grand Canyon. According to Park spokeswoman Joelle Baird, the clothing had blended in with the surroundings, and the body was positioned in a way that made it almost undetectable. So what you have to do when you go to the Grand Canyon is wear very bright, not brown, rock-colored clothing. Yeah. Do you guys remember the like cowboy skeletons at like, Cedar Point that you go on the train ride and you see them, oh, yeah. like pointing guns? <laughs> yes. Like, that's, that's, it's littered <laughs> all about the Grand Canyon. <laughs> They're still standing there pointing their guns. <laughs> it, yeah. It's America. All over the walking that's <laughs> how the west was won it happens every once in a while here during searches that we end up finding people we weren't expecting she said uh have you ever been to the grand canyon jason i have yeah uh i'm very nervous about people really? getting new. my daughter the older one oh yeah got got, got out there quite a bit and i was just like is she taking a <laughs> selfie with the candy behind her? Oh, uh, I don't think the candy was. I think she was doing. So I think she was doing a thing where her legs were hanging over the edge, and she was taking a picture of her legs. Oh, out over the. Yeah. Still not great. Still don't not like great. That. What if it just goes? What yeah. if, like, so she did the same thing when we were at Glacier National Park, and we're up on the the going to the Sun Road, uh-huh. which is like the big one that goes through there, and we're like way the fuck up there. Like, there's things that look like shrubs in front of us. And it's the top of trees. 
because it's like that steep oh, down. Yeah. And she did that, and I was just like, get your ass on the other <laughs> side of this fence. Um, what, what about you, Scott? Have you been to the Grand Canyon? No, I've uh, not. I think I've flown over it, but I've never gotten to like go, go. It's really cool flying over it, though. Yeah. It? It's like that. You could. It's right there. You can identify yeah. it. I would like to go again. We went, and we were there. Let's see. We, we got in the night before. And woke up in the morning and then went to, you know, look at it. We looked at a few places, but I think by, like, midday we were gone. Yeah. So we didn't spend much time. We didn't, like, do any hikes. We just were, like, like the visitor center and, like, the big overlook. And then we kind of drove around a little bit, but that was it. You're at the visitor center, right? Yeah. And it's, like, all, like, visitor centering. It's all very yeah. nice. There's mm-hmm. tons of people there. And there's a big guardrail around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you walk 10 feet that way. Nothing. Nothing. No. <laughs> they, they like, have, this is the Darwin section. Right. They have big rocks. Uh, where cars could possibly get over there so that the cars can't drive over the canyon. But then it's just nothing. It's just mm-hmm. there and like a, a 300 foot drop. And the big rocks they paint like get like climb me on it. It's crazy. Yeah. People climbing on over the edge they go. It's terrifying. I did, though, I did sit with my feet over the edge. <sighs> so it makes me feel a little uncomfortable right now. Makes your heart go pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. No, I get a little it, like you know? weird about things. Like my wife and I, we were in New York and we went to the top of the Rockefeller building. The who? The Rockefeller building. Uh-huh. Where NBC. I thought you said Rockefeller. No, Rockefeller. I probably said Rockefeller because my... <laughs> I thought you said Rockefeller, too. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Rockefeller. Anyway, we're at the top of the, the GE building. Uh-huh. And, you know, back when they first built it, the, the guardrail was probably, you know, three feet tall. Like, And it oh, wasn't yeah. much. Yeah. And now that they have tons of people, they've got plexiglass that's like 10 feet tall. Yeah. Uh, but there's like a gap between the plexiglass. And I think my wife had put her hand between with her phone so she could take a picture. And and my brain, this is totally un- impossible, but my brain was like, the wind's going to suck her through that. Oh. <laughs> Get your arm on the other side of here. The wind's going to suck you through that crack. <laughs> You're going to go f- over the edge. Mm. Yeah. Didn't happen. No, no. Didn't she was happen. fine. Okay, she was that's fine. Good. That's good. Uh, Scott wasn't fine, though. Uh, it happened. Uh, sorry. Uh, crews were looking actually not for Scott. They were looking for Gabor Bertzi Tomskani. Scania, Scania, Tom Scania. The name, yeah, the Rockefellers of Hungary. Yeah, uh, he was Hungarian and he was reported missing in July. The car he was driving was located in a Grand Canyon parking lot in mid-August, and his body was found a few days later, about 430 feet below the canyon's rim at Yavapai Point. I think that's the one that I stuck my feet over. That could have been you. Could have been me. You could have been down there with his corpse at the time. You both could have, have been, been okay skeletons with, with guns. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> uh, authorities say that he died from a traumatic fall. Oh, traumatic fall and not the other kind. Like a dramatic fall. Wait, like a traumatic fall, like it's been a bad month, like bad couple seasons? or <laughs> Right. Is yeah. it a traumatic fall? Like a non-traumatic fall would be like you fall, but you land on your feet. And then you start shooting. Like, <laughs> Then you don't become a skeleton at Cedar Point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unintentional vines don't happen often in the park, uh, which covers 1,904 square miles, which is larger than road. <laughs> Hold on. I just need to pause there because if they've named it, then I guarantee you there's like a like tattered sign in the break room that's like keeping a rotation of who gets to keep the dead guy's stuff. Yeah. Like after. <laughs> or they have one of those signs. Uh, uh, all right. We got another. It has been 18 months since the last unexpected find. Yeah. Well, every every dead hiker probably comes with like a pretty nice camera and mm, yeah. you know decent gear, maybe so. some cash on them. Yeah. 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 
uh, some nice uh, REI <laughs> gear. It's how yeah. you replace your stuff. You know? Yeah, it's a Columbia jacket. So maybe they do it by size, size of corpse. That might be more fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a small now, but he used to be a large. Yeah. There's been Have shrinkage. You lost weight? <laughs> <laughs> you look very dehydrated. You look thin. You need to eat. So eight people in the last ten years are still listed as missing from the Grand Canyon or were last seen there. So they have two more surprises. It's like an Easter egg hunt where you can't find the last Easter egg. You're like, I know I put 12 out there. <laughs> There's eight more. There's eight more. We got to go find them where we'll get our Columbia jacket treats. <laughs> well, maybe they have like a, you know, whichever team finds them first gets like a pizza party. Or they get to eat the granola bar that they have in their pack. <laughs> they have what to share these dogs. That might be cool. They need like flying dogs, wouldn't they? Enough. Maybe goats, like those mountain goats. Like, smell it. Smell it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to release woolly mountain goats in the in the Grand Grand Canyon. Fly through the like chasm with the helicopter and just try to claw grab what you find. And... Drone goats. There you go. <laughs> you know, at Glacier, they had like mountain goats. That was the only thing I saw. Didn't see a moose. Didn't see a fucking bear. Just saw some freaking goats. Is that right? Yeah, I was very disappointed. Never saw a bear. That's a real shame. Went to like so many different parks where we should have seen bears. We are at Tetons. We are at Yellowstone. We are at Glacier. We are at Jasper up in Canada. We are at Banff up in Canada. Any fucking bears? No, no fucking bears. I don't want to see bears. You know, the only fucking bear I saw was dead on the side of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. That's sad. It's bullshit. I bet the car was fucked up if it hit a bear. Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe the bear ran into it. Like, we had a deer do that just right into the side of our car. Ooh. Is that how you got in the accident just now? No, no, no. That was my wife years ago. <laughs> and now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So we're all we're all sitting here thinking, our life's going great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should answer other people's questions. We should give the advice to to have our lives be um don't you want to grow up to be like me yeah. exactly exactly yeah um so scott yeah hit me why are so many bathroom sink faucets one inch away from the back of the bowl why are so many bathroom sink faucets so i immediately misunderstood the question thought oh. they were talking about bathroom sinks on the back of the toilet bowls and i thought maybe it's like a different country Oh, <laughs> that would be convenient, though, because then you could just like stand up, turn around and get right to washing up. Yeah. Or if you sit um, the other way, the Fonzie do the style. Re- reverse yeah, cowgirl. Do the yeah. butters. Yeah. Gotcha. So why are so many bathroom faucets one? I don't know. I, I guess the question is, why do you care, man? Like, just wash, wash your goddamn hands. Sounds about right. Yeah. Do you want to ask the next question, Scott? Yeah. Uh, does it have to... Okay, so do women actually like dad bods? Or is this just what people say as a joke? Jason, I mean, obviously it's, on this. obviously it's a joke because women aren't funny and that wasn't funny. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think this is where Jeff and I say that like, the Hour podcast is a solo production. <laughs> I think Tina Fey would beg to differ. Yeah. Obviously, I'm making fun of that because Tina Fey Obviously. is hilarious. Obviously. As are many other women comedians. Thank you. Uh, Jeff. Yes. What would happen to me if I, if A, time traveled to before the Big Bang? Uh, you would explode. Scott. 
Why is it considered rude to ask a person how much money their job pays? I don't know. I think that's dumb, though, because that just encourages people to be, like, kind of suckered, um, if you think about it. Like, when you hire into another company, you should get paid roughly whatever everyone else is going to get paid that does the same job, right? But if you're coming from a company that makes less money, you just might take an offer that's bad and end up, like, missing out on years' worth of salary potential. So I really think people should talk about it more. I know it's uncomfortable, um, but I try to make a point of, like, at least post your salary publicly on a site like Glassdoor or something like that. Um, but don't be afraid to, like, ask people what they make either. Um, cause... Well, I'll say right now, we make zero dollars on this podcast. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No money. Sponsored In fact... by imaginary... Something certainly not Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Riblet platter. This this podcast is sponsored by the Riblet platter at Applebee's. Um, I mean, even Podbean has told us that uh, they, you, you put in how much uh, you know listeners name. They said we could make zero dollars on this podcast. That's which that's I think a tough offer to pass up. I'm I think that'd be great because right now we're spending money to have this podcast. So if we can make zero dollars, <laughs> break that'd even. That'd be fantastic. Be so the thing is about uh, uh, talking about salary and stuff. Um, I've had, um, so I wouldn't talk about salary in my current job because there is, there is like, it just, so in my opinion, I think corporations should suck it. Right. So everyone should know what everybody makes, but because I make a certain amount, I don't want to tell other people that I make that amount because they get jealous and they get angry. And then they, then they start coming after me and they start thinking like they they i'm a target now because i make more money than them right yeah even though they feel i don't deserve it i mean that's unfortunate so the for the past 10 years Mm -hmm. uh, i've been a public employee oh yeah so my my salary has always been available on the internet (laughs) (laughs) when i work for the university you could look me up and see exactly how much money i made i could look up every other person in the office and see how much they got made for being shitty employees uh and now as a teacher People can just Freedom of Information Act. Uh, I know when I was at one of the schools in the Belleville area, the local newspaper, you know, submitted the request and then just published every teacher's salary at the school. Oh. So, all right, yeah, that's that's tough. Like, I feel like that whole culture of like, don't talk about what you make, is kind of instituted by the companies that oh, absolutely from that. Like, um, oh, it's yeah. one of the things that they tell yeah. you not to do that leads to like anti-union culture and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and it's yeah. having the information makes everybody more powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened at my last position because they were doing like retention bonuses and stuff. And so we all were like, you know, so I was I like, I got this. And they're like, you got fucking that. Cause they offered me that. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. And you should tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can somebody explain anxiety relating to making phone calls? Um, I just hate being on the phone. Yeah, phones personally. are yeah, phones are horrible. Uh, yeah. Who, who wants to talk to someone on the phone? Ugh. Yeah, Jeff, can animals have mental illness like bipolar depression and schizophrenia? Um, I assume so. I think yeah. my dogs I are kind of weird. I bipolar s- bears, obviously. I would say from experience, animals definitely have periods. I don't know if they have, like, it's hard to say if an animal I've ever encountered is, like, chronically depressed, but I've definitely encountered dogs that become chronically anxious. Oh, um, I would say both of my they, dogs have chronic anxiety. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, so that that is a very, like, relatable, I guess, mental state that, you know, it's hard to tell whether 
dogs can be chronically depressed, but I will say, like, we have just no shortage of dogs that when they lost, like, a sibling, they were just never quite the same again. Um, and for periods of time after, like, sibling dogs lose one pair of the, the partnership or the other, they they go through mourning, um, like oh, yeah. a season of mourning, just like humans do um, when they and, lose, and like, elephants. a close... Yeah, yeah and yeah. elephants and woolies. And woolly mammoths. Yeah. And bipolar bears. Bipolar yeah. bears. <laughs> Not to be confused with bi-polar bears. Yeah. Or bi-panda bears, which that's my new enterprise, bipandabears.com. Uh, <laughs> knew I came on the podcast. B-I something. or B-U-Y? Bi- <laughs> B-U-Y panda bears. Okay. Yeah. Though you can also buy buy polar bears or yeah. panda bears, yeah, they're available there is on no Alibaba. Buy buy polar bears, no, <laughs> no buy buy polar bears. Yeah. But there is buy buy birdies. Yes. So, you know, there you go. Indeed. Okay, uh, Jason, you next, right? To ask. Uh, no, I did the polar bear. Oh, one. I think the oh, whole shit. thing has devolved into then, a free for all. Uh, yeah. Scott. Yes. Uh, Jason, can you scroll down a little bit? Thank you. Um, I'm 23, and I have a spare 1,000 wing wings. Saved up for the first time. I want to save slash invest so I can turn into more uh, for when I go buy my own house. How do I do this? So immediately I would actually ask what you've done already. So Absolutely um, nothing. They, like, they bought 20, a lot of Dogecoin. At 23, <laughs> if you've got a spare thousand pounds, then you probably do nothing is your best bet because you want to hold on to that square that spare thousand pounds for the thing that you don't see coming. Um, because it's really expensive to not have money when you need money. So, unfortunately, if you've only got a spare 1,000 wing-wangs lying around, then you need those wing-wangs to get you out of a wing-wang emergency. So. That's true. And you can get more advice on our new podcast, Financial Help with Scott, uh, <laughs> coming this fall. We will use wing-wangs as the international currency <laughs> for the entire broadcast. Yeah. I think there's a lot of wing-wang used as international currency. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, they used to use euros, but now they're they're Brexited. Yeah. So now they're using oh, No, no, no. They wing-wang England wing-wang. never used the euro. They never used the euro? Mm-mm, I thought no. you could use them interchangeably, Mm-mm. the wing-wangs and the euros. No, e- England, has, they've ha- always had this whole thing yeah, of, like, was- we're not really European. We are something different. Uh, and so they never went in with the euro. <laughs> Did that just go out on the broadcast there? No. No, oh. he'll move it later. Okay. But I won't now. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone heard it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Sometimes I forget to take little sound clips out um, of the podcast, and yeah. sometimes they... They sneak up on you. They sneak up, and they're really well-timed. So why is modern psychology based around Freud's work when most psychology just... Oh, fuck Freud. I mean, he just has so many mommy issues. That's like the central basis of his work. He was so misogynist. I mean, I'm sure, though, if you're fucking Freud, he'd say that that has something to do with your mother, too. Yeah, he would. (laughs) He definitely would. Do I look like your mother? Can you scroll a little bit, uh, Jason? None of us are qualified to speak on the next question. Why do girls' pants go up their ass? Yeah, we don't have firsthand experience this there. Because men made them that way? Probably. That yeah, is that's, the answer. That's the answer, yeah. right? Yeah. If, it, if it inconveniences them, then it's probably for us. Jeff, yes. this is a good one. What are some we- good, weird questions to ask someone to get to know them better? I don't know. What was your first concert? What was your first car? <laughs> <laughs> What's the last time you wing-wang went? Uh <laughs> How do you feel about bipolar bears? <laughs> Where can I buy bipolar bears? I don't th- listen. I don't think there are real bipolar bears. I think there are gay polar bears and straight polar bears 
and all the the ones that just claim that they're bi are just they're either just, in a phase yeah. or looking for the they're in the closet attention yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly well you know that's what the Texas polar bears uh, say, I'm sure. Oh, that's an ad. <laughs> Is there a way to find all accounts slash services associated with my email address? Yes, there is. Yeah. Just change your email address. Yeah. Start ask, over. Or ask the hackers. No, seriously, burn it to the ground. Start start new. That's the only way. Um, Isn't there a way that you can put like plus one there is two yeah. at the end of your email address? Yep. So there is a thing on Gmail that you can do that, and a lot of inboxes support that now if you want to go through the patient. Like, what does like, it do? It just allows you to see, like, who's selling your information. So, like, oh. when you sign up for Kohl's, you can do, like, Jason Berry plus Kohl's is my favorite store because I buy Spangly uniforms. I assume what they were asking <laughs> was, is there a way I can find out every place I've gone and registered a username with this email? Yeah. Oh. That's, that was what I up, assumed. If you set it up proactively, that's, like, how you catch spammers. Because then if Coles sells your email, then you start getting messages to gotcha. that email address. And gotcha. you know, like, okay, it was Coles who sold me up the river. But unless yeah. you're going to, like, actually do something that with that information yeah. doesn't stop the spam from coming in. So yeah. I just assumed it was an old person like me who was like, where do I have accounts that I've set up? Do I have a Coles account? Yeah. Can I'm, I give him my phone number? I've gone on this sprint where, like, I went through, like, I'm not going to delete an email unless I also unsubscribe. And I thought that if I stuck with it long enough, it would eventually, like, get mm -hmm. ahead of the herd. No. Nope. No, not a bit. Nothing. With you forever. Yep. Well, just don't unsubscribe to the Bipolar Bear newsletter. No. It's got <laughs> lots of great stuff in it. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> Guy Dion. Because he's who is from Quebec. 50 is charged with the murders of two brothers uh, who is charged with the murders of two brothers told the jury during cross-examination that the charges actually improved his relationship with his wife i mean you never see that in the dating advice you never see that if you're in trouble murder someone <laughs> never go to bed that's what they said that's like the the advice that the, the old people will give the young people when they get married never go to bed angry Sometimes you need some time to cool off. Treat her like you would uh, uh, if she was a she was a saint, yeah. and murder someone together. Because yeah. <laughs> then you both have a secret to keep. Yeah. You got to keep an eye on them so they don't, you know, blab. Mutually right. assured destruction is the key to any, any <laughs> yeah. successful. Just hold them hostage. Yes. Yeah. Well, Dion and his wife Marie Jose Vial, age forty six, uh, they are charged with first degree murder and conspiracy in the death of the brothers. Vincenzo and Giuseppe Faldauto in June of 2016. They don't sound French Canadian. They, they sound, don't. They sound Italian Canadian. They do. I had a great grandfather named Giuseppe. Is that right? Yeah. Did he make like. He was uh, from Italy. Giuseppe Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make like uh, Parmesan cheese wheels and like. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I assume he was from like central Italy. Oh, yeah. What else are you going to do? Yeah. 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 Make cheese and farm and. I don't know. If you don't make cheese wheels, how are you going to get around? <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, Dion and Vio, uh, who have been a couple for 17 years, were arrested in October of 2019. Oh. That's a long time between their uh, apparently murder and their arrest. Three years. You would think that like, if you're going to murder people together, that'd be the, the first thing you, you, you decide on. We're gonna, let's murder together. <laughs> let's do it together. Do you think you hook up by disposal method, though? Because like, if you're in the habit of... like burying your corpses you don't want to switch over to like acid removal or like <laughs> well you want to you make know. some make sure you have someone with good upper body strength for all yeah, the shoveling that's true that is true yeah 
Yeah. Are you a legs or a torso kind of person? You know, you don't want you don't want a legs and a legs or a torso and a torso. You need need balance. You need the yin and the yang yeah. of murderers. That's yeah. right. You're right. So Quebec authorities believe that the Falduto brothers were killed by a hitman who later became an informant and that the couple helped prepare for the ambush and got rid of the bodies by burning them and disposing of the remains in a river near their farm. Now we know their method of yeah. burn yes. them and dispose of them in a river. Yeah. May, so one of, them, one of them would burn people and one of them yeah. would dispose of them in, in the river, but yeah. they did both because they, they compromised. That's teamwork. They, have the fire, they got the fire people, the water people. Yeah. <laughs> one's a fire sign, one's a water sign. Yeah. They're Aquarius rising. I don't know. Uh, Dion testified he didn't know that the Faldalto brothers would be killed inside his garage. He said that he made an arrangement with a friend to store firearms in the garage, and people were supposed to come over and like shoot them. It's not a good excuse. I did not mean to hide a body, Your Honor. I was just trying to store illegal firearms. Like that's. <laughs> So what if that's common? Like if you get accused of murder or some sort of awful crime, if you if you confess to another crime, plead down to something yeah. stupid. So mean, like oh no, I wasn't <laughs> trying to kill him. I was just trying to beat him up a little. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not a murderer. I'm just like a weapons trafficker. Yeah, it's totally I, not murder. I had cocaine up my anus. <laughs> I've got some there now. Uh, Dion says he was surprised when he heard gunfire come from the garage because firearms were supposed to be tested outdoors in a neighbor's farm. He said he went into automatic mode when he discovered that uh, what had transpired in his garage. Uh, he then admitted that he helped the hitman wrap the bodies in plastic and helped place them inside his friend's Audi. But he denied burning the bodies. An Audi? Really? Well, it's a high-end hitman. <laughs> yeah. Think of the trunk space. <laughs> Your victims will be carried in the nicest cars, okay? Totally fantastic. High class. So this is normal. We normally rifle through these stories at the end because we're over an hour now and okay. everyone's tired of listening to us. Done. So we're not listening to it. We're not doing this quickly. We just This is always what we do. Yeah. Speaking of things that we always do. Uh, wait, not me. <laughs> so an Indiana State Police say... Oh, uh, you always do an Indiana State Police officer? Oh, I would. Totally would. Uh, they say a drunk... That's, that's Mike Penn's country. It... He's going to call you mother. <laughs> the whole time, too. <laughs> mother. Mother. I just As long as he doesn't call me daddy, I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, so he can be a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Indiana State Police say a drunk man crashed his car into a tractor trailer, uh, also known as a semi here in Michigan, Mm. near his house. But when his allegedly drunk wife went to pick him up, she also crashed her car. Oh, nice. See me. Allegedly drunk. Allegedly. (laughs) I like they said allegedly, even though they like did a test on her, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're definitely over the limit." Yeah. But you're allegedly drunk. But it's not been proven in a court of law yet. Well, preliminary investigation revealed that Donald Ricketts, age 56, was headed north on Scenic Route 165 when he drove left of the center and struck the driver's side of a tractor trailer traveling south. What was the, what's the insult comment name? Don Rickles? <laughs> yes, I yeah, think so. <laughs> this would be a good joke to call him Don Ricketts if he's like, if his bones broke easily. <laughs> Could roast the roaster, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to really wait for that punchline to mature. (laughs) And if you wait too long, he's dead now. So it's it's gone. So Ricketts allegedly contacted his wife to pick him up at the crash site. Well, before police arrived, Cheryl Ricketts, age 55, crashed her car into her husband's vehicle, 
which was still on the roadway from the previous crash. <laughs> so Both of their vehicles were totaled. It's a two-car pileup. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, come get me. I've crashed my car. <laughs> I was just going out for more bows. Well, I'll help you. Just stay where you are. Don't move an inch. <laughs> does he do Nixon when he does this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that voice is. It sounded very like Nixon Futurama there for a minute. Oh. <laughs> I am not a drunk driver. <laughs> well, a pretty I'm not a drunk potter either. I'm not <laughs> drunk at all. I'm drinking water you over here. You were thinking Nixon, Vice President Pro Tempore. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, my brain was going all over the place. A preliminary test revealed Cheryl had a blood alcohol content of 0.22 uh, when she was arrested and taken to the Posey County Jail. Donald Ricketts was sent to Deaconess Gibson Hospital where a preliminary test revealed he had a blood alcohol content of 0.28%. Wow. So he was drunker than his wife. He was. She's always said that. You're always drunker than she is. Always. Always. He was admitted for a medical issue that is not life-threatening. Did he have COVID? <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Probably. It's Indiana. His name is Dar- Donald Ricketts. I mean, that sounds like someone who won't wear a mask. Yeah. Non-life-threatening. I, yeah. I don't think that is COVID. I think it's something else. Well, the driver of the tractor trailer was not injured. So. Oh, that's good. Good goodness. So they didn't hurt anybody else but themselves. So that's kind of that's kind of um, it's an uplifting story. Yeah, best case scenario. And now that's... they they have no cars. They have no driver's licenses. I assume. And no booze because they're in jail. <laughs> You're gonna have to make some uh, toilet booze. <laughs> well, speaking of shitty food, yeah. A man. One more story. A man allegedly defecated in a grocery store freezer Sunday night, and a woman who was shopping accidentally put her hand in it while reaching for groceries. Oh, unkosher. No. (laughs) That were covering it up. Not kosher at all, actually. No. That's in a different section of the grocery store. (laughs) Not the poo section. Wait, is this the Meyer on Belleville Road? They had a poo issue. Did you hear about this guy? There was oh, somebody that pooped I'm in a box. So glad I don't go to that mire. In the mire on Belleville Road. So uh, right, very, Johnson, that would never happen at a very Farmer Jack's. Well executed on the S's on the mire there, though, guys. Way to keep it solid. Right. <laughs> We're trying to just honor our guests. For yes, those of you at home, this is a very tight operation. Yeah. These guys are running a very. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little upset because I just said Farmer Jack's, and he didn't even notice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll get to you later. <laughs> So apparently he he pooed in there and it didn't have time to freeze because she stuck her hand in it. Otherwise, yeah. she would have just like picked it up. Yeah. Would but that right... have been better? Yeah, much I better. Think so yeah, it's frozen. It would yeah. have until like you threw it because that would bear in... like, <laughs> yeah. a solid poo. You might pick up and that might bear investigation. Yeah. And then once you realize that you're holding a frozen solid poo, personally, I would chuck the poo. In but then most likely it's not going to get on you, though. No, that's true. Like a wet poo, you're like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much of that food you have to just throw away because somebody took a shit on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Would oh, you have it. to throw away the entire food, no, no, no. you think? No, then it becomes the manager special. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, these pizza rolls are only a dollar. No, that's only if the manager poops on it himself. Oh. <laughs> so this is not poop related, but I was really wondering, like, when we got rocked with those storms last time, like, we went to tons of grocery stores in Milan, and, like, there were just tons and tons of, like closed down freezer sections and we were trying to figure out like did they just throw all the food away because it's come up to temperature one time because it would super still be good to eat most of it 
Sorry. Yeah. Liability, no, though. Should, liability. Yeah, I throw it away. Just, just yeah. my idol, you know. God, I hate the universe sometimes. <laughs> it, yeah, it unfroze. So instead of giving it away to people who could have come and gotten it, because they didn't, weren't doing anything else because they didn't have power, right? Mm-hmm. They just threw it in the garbage because of liability reasons, like you said. Mm-hmm. Probably yep. shitty. So, so right, Johnson said he's uh, she is still trying to comprehend what happened while picking up a bag of pizza rolls, which um. I would say that um, defecation is pretty close to pizza rolls. There's not many. You're just getting the steps, steps out of the order. Way. You're starting yeah. with you yeah. just yeah. shit covered in shit in the beginning, and then you eat pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the same steps. Yeah. It's just a different Totino's pizza shits. <laughs> I picked up a bag of pizza rolls, and there's literal shit. Human shit. Excuse my language. Surely Wright Johnson said in a video of the incident. Uh. More police said it was human feces. Wright Johnson said there was another bag of pizza rolls that had been placed on top of it, covering it up. That was his toilet paper. Yeah, he was hiding his poo. Yeah. Well, he couldn't dig down any deeper because it was frozen. He, he buried it. He buried it. Yeah. <laughs> he is a cat. Uh, Lieutenant Kyle Johnson with the Moore Police Department said that they want to talk to a man that was seen on video surveillance in the store. They think he may be the pooper. The fans the, of pooper? The pooper traitor, as if you will. <laughs> the, wait, so they talked to the pooper right of the business and found the pooper traitor? Is that what we found? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I believe that is correct. That individual was then observed, went to the cooler section where he proceeded to defecate inside one of the coolers before leaving the business. So he did his business and left his business. He did. Yeah. That's got to be a grudge, right? Like, you don't just shit in the cooler for no reason. Maybe you. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I want to know what kind like, how big is this store? I assume like a, a maybe it was an store, emergency, like a, like a Piggly Wiggly or like one of those size okay. stores. Do you think you can just find like an employee to guide into the <laughs> the restrooms? So he's like, you brought this on yourself. Maybe there was somebody in there. Yeah, could be. Couldn't wait. And where else is it going to go? But the freezer section on top of pizza rolls. I mean, be real honest with yourselves and like the quiet part of your soul. If you just <laughs> couldn't make it. And you had the shit in the frozen section freezer. <laughs> would you stick around, or would you? <laughs> I think I'm pooping and running at yeah. that point. Yeah. You don't poop and linger. You, you wipe with the combination pizza rolls, not not the pepperoni, not the cheese. The combination. You wipe with those. You put it back. I think I'd inform employee. I think I'd inform an employee on the way out. But I think I'm leaving. Dude, someone shit in your freezer. <laughs> someone. <laughs> I think I own it to that one employee. I'm so sorry. What if it's that la- this lady, Wright Johnson, that. But you need to go to aisle 11 right now. <laughs> <laughs> literal, literal, please clean up in aisle 11. Immediately. <laughs> well, it could be like the guy who had uh, Lowe's got caught for the. like They called the police because he was the bomb threat because he said, I'm going to blow up this toilet. I'm going to blow up this bathroom. You get out of here. <laughs> So according to Johnson, the man also allegedly took pictures of female customers in the store. This guy just keeps getting better and better. All right. Well, there goes the... Wait till you find out what he did in the bakery section. (laughs) Those were not filled donuts before. (laughs) Uh, Right, Johnson said she... come full circle. (laughs) Right, Johnson said that she immediately alerted employees, cleaned her hands, and headed home with her two kids who were with her at the time. And she said... 
She was also offered steaks <laughs> by someone in the corporate offices. <laughs> look, 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 look. Here at Farmer Jack's, we want you to have a good experience. Well, why don't you go pick up a T-bone, take it home. We got We're a sorry for this. We got a skirt steak. We'll look, also throw in a set of steak knives. It's a manager special. It expires tomorrow, but you can have it if you want. We wipe. We we rinse the shit right off of it. It's totally fine. <laughs> Uh, the person, incidentally, update, uh, the person of interest in the dis- uh, in this disturbing incident at the grocery store uh, has been apprehended, according to the police. So wow. They have- so did she take the steaks? I want to know, like, did she like, okay, I'll take those steaks. Or was she like, no, I'm never shopping there again. I think, I think I'm leaving. You're not taking the steaks? Would you take the steaks? I wouldn't take the steaks, no. Mm-hmm. Would the steaks be too high? Yeah. <laughs> I would have taken that steak. Free steak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you not your, you because you you're lose, a vegetarian. Well, you lose the more high ground if you take the steaks. <laughs> 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 then you're just defining what it is worth to you to get shit on. You're just doing the steps out of order. <laughs> it's, I, it's worth two I, steaks to touch shit. If I take the steaks, then I then I say that's what I deserve. It's worth a single ribeye. Yeah. <laughs> not a riblet. I want a full ribeye. <laughs> So, gentlemen, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that someone wants to clone some mammals, uh, but really they just have to stop shaving the elephants and they'll be fine. We learned that if you're looking for a dead body in the Grand Canyon, you might find others. <laughs> find one, get one free. <laughs> uh, we learned that uh, if you want to keep your marriage together, go kill someone. Or don't drive together. Yeah. Uh, and we learned that uh, touching poop is worth two steaks. Two Prime Right. Well, no more. No, no great, choice. Great A. Choice. No great. select. Yeah. None of that 80 20. No, no ground sirloin either. It's got to be like full intact sirloin. Well, this hour has been an hour and 17 minutes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about the. Uh, the amount of people that go missing in national parks. Mm-hmm. And apparently right now, um, there's 1,600 people currently missing within U.S. public lands. What? Wow. That's a lot of people. This That's is a lot of people. Yeah, this is according what, to the Daily Dot. Does it dot. tell you the like longest, like how long has somebody been like... Well, they said in the story that there there's eight people at the Grand Canyon missing still. Oh, going back the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, this is so telling you think me. Some of those are like people who just like went out a different way than they went in and like never checked back in. And maybe never knew that they were considered missing. Yeah, that, no, that could no be. one updated them. Or There's like some they... poor park ranger standing there with a the clicker, like that. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I had uh, I had two thirty two come in, but only two thirty one come out. Add one to the boot board. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this tells me though? Like, if you're a murderer. Just hide the bodies at a national park. They'll never find them. Apparently, just yeah. over the edge or the Grand Canyon. Or do murdering in a national park and yeah. then just say, oh, I lost. Especially if lost it's a bear-heavy park. Yeah. It's It'll look like bi- a terrible with, accident. It's rich with bipolar bears, then. <laughs> <laughs> so They um, don't have enough to eat. According, no. So this is on Quora, so take this with a grain of salt. Oh. But this person says there are as many as 100,000 active missing person cases in the United States at any given time. That seems too high. It of does. the 692,944 people reported missing in 2010, 531,928 were under the age of 18. Mm. So that's just like booty flights from home mostly. 
So missing kids all over the place. I so I wonder like they so, all got lost in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you would so as a as a as a parent, I would think uh, like I'm scared for my daughter, of course, and I don't I don't let her get out of my sight, like especially like mm-hmm. high traffic areas and stuff, because um, human traffic thing human trafficking is a thing. Um, but also, I'm like, well, if kids go missing all the time, wouldn't you just hear about it? Wouldn't you just hear if you kids were think. going missing? But maybe not, because apparently there's a lot of missing kids. But like that's all the time. that's the thing about big numbers, right? Like sixteen hundred people sounds like a ton of people. Yeah, because it's more than you and I know. Like I don't know the names of sixteen hundred people. I don't think if I sat down and I listed them, so it seems huge. But then you remember there's like nine billion of us in the year and, and like <laughs> on the earth right now, and you know yeah. I don't know how many million or billion in just North America or South America, but. Uh, like, U.S. has a population of 330 million-ish. Canada, yeah. I think, is about 120 million. Yeah. Uh, so what is that, like 0.01% of, of, of people children, go like missing? Percentage of children, yeah. you wonder, like, okay, so what did you say? It was like 800 million-ish of the In North like, America? Total, yeah, uh, three, four, America. five, six hundred so million. what, how many of them are, you know, maybe 200,000 are under the age of eight? And yeah, but you you figure it's like zero point zero 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 zero. So I don't know. I think it's one of those things where you hear about it a lot because it's sensational. But yeah, that's true. It's not. The chances are low, but not impossible. But also, for sure, don't talk to strangers, etc. That's true. Yeah, I still don't. I, I don't was. Like uh, I sent you a shirt earlier. On uh, you the, sent me a whole shirt. A picture of a shirt. <laughs> oh, a picture on, of a shirt on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the same site had a picture of this like sketchy looking guy giving the kid a piece of candy and it said strangers are awesome. <laughs> Not something you want to teach your, your no, children. No, it was for adults. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely didn't come in kid size. 